This week on Cinematic Sound Radio. We celebrate the best scores of 2017 with part one of a two-part program featuring scores 20 to 11. You'll hear music from such composers as Randy Kerber, Austin Wintory, Naoki Sato, Benjamin Wallfish, Alexander Desplat, and many more. My name is Eric Woods. Thank you very much for joining me. Sit back, kick up your feet, and relax as Cinematic Sound Radio begins now. Since 1996, this is Cinematic Sound. From Kitchener, Ontario, Canada, you're listening to Cinematic Sound Radio, the show dedicated to the music of film, television, and video games. I'm Eric Woods. Hello to all of our listeners at WROCK Radio, CinematicSound.net, or through iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, TuneIn, Google Play or wherever great podcasts are found. It's great to have you on board. And if you're listening to this program on iTunes, please take the time to rate and review the show. We really appreciate it. Today's program is our long-awaited best scores of 2017 program, or my favorite scores of 2017. This is part one of two. Next week, we will have part two for you as we count down scores 10 to 1 on that show. Today, it scores 20 to 11. And we start with number 20 and a film called 95 with original score composed by Panu Altio. Now, this score came in really late to the game, but when I saw the name of the composer, I knew I had to give it a chance. Panu Altio, who wrote my favorite score of last year, Tale of a Lake, composed a bold, uplifting, exciting orchestral score to a film I had no idea existed until I heard the score. The film is called 95. It's right up my alley. 95 is a Finnish-produced film which tells the story of Finland's 1995 gold medal victory at the 1995 Ice Hockey World Championships in Helsinki and Stockholm after many years of heartbreaking defeats. There aren't many great hockey movies out there. Uh, I think there's only two that really come to my mind. Uh, The Rocket, which is about uh, Maurice Rocket Richard, and Miracle. And there's another one. Ah, uh, It's a great documentary, and if you get a chance to see it, uh, I saw it on Netflix. It's called Red Army. And Slapshot, it's, it's okay, but it becomes so utterly ridiculous due to the just awful ending. And don't get me started with the Mighty Ducks. It's just a mockery of the game. Anyway, the score by Altio combines modern with classic. We get Zimmer-esque, Batman-styled percussion and rhythms with a symphonic orchestra performing inspired melodies. I say the Zimmer music is... 
something that represents the war on the ice. And then the symphony orchestra represents the at times elegance, uh, speed, and heroism of the sport. That might all sound cliche, but Altio's music is so delightful. And what else would you rather hear during a rousing, inspirational sports film than a rousing, inspirational, emotionally charged score? This is our number 20 score of 2017. This is 95, with original score composed by Panu Altio.
Music from the original motion picture soundtrack to 95 with original score composed by Panu Altio. That's our number 20 score of 2017. Our number 19 score is The Rendezvous with original score composed by Austin Wintory. The Rendezvous is a desert chase romantic adventure about a Jewish doctor and an Arab-American bureaucrat chasing an ancient scroll across the Middle East. Scores by Austin Wintry and features three central themes, an adventure theme which is very Hitchcockian, there's a mysterious theme for the Dead Sea Scrolls, and there's an emotional theme for the character of David. The writing for this score is uh, simply superb. It's distinctly wintry. No one is writing music like this today. It's really unique, and it's a really fresh approach to writing a traditional symphonic action score. Now, I mentioned this one note on the program earlier in the year when I played this score, and this I have to repeat because it's arguably the most emotional portion of the score, and it comes during the end credits, and it's a real gut punch if you know the context. I'm going to try a shorter story here because I don't have a lot of time to go into the full story today, but essentially the director, Amin Matekla, lost his wife on the last day of the film's production. Now, six years earlier, he had actually written a piece of music for her leading up to their wedding called Claire de Claire. Wintery got his hands on the piece, and as a surprise during the performance of the end credit piece, during the recording sessions, Wintery included the piece in the cue. I said this before, and I'll say this again. Wintery is just a wonderful human being. He's one of the nicest, sincere, gracious, and welcoming composers I've ever had the pleasure to chat with, and I'm so happy that he is finding success with his music, not only in video games, where he's a master, but also in the film world. So, one of the best action-adventure scores of the year. Here is The Rendezvous, with original score composed by Austin Wintory, in at number 19.
Music from our number 19 selection of 2017, that's The Rendezvous, with original score composed by Austin Wintory, and the original soundtrack recording is available on Perez Serban Records. You're listening to the film, television, and video game music radio show, Cinematic Sound. Welcome back to the program. In at number 18, The Shape of Water by Alexandre Desplat. This film was directed by Guillermo del Toro. Stars Sally Hawkins as a mute custodian at a high-security government laboratory who befriends a captured sea creature in 1961 Baltimore. The film has earned rave reviews, multiple Academy Award nominations, and Alexandre Desplat is also nominated for an Academy Award for his score and won the Golden Globe for his splendid score a few weeks back. This is the first film Desplat has worked with Del Toro on, uh, the main goal for the score was to play up the romance between the mute Eliza and the sea creature, played by Doug Jones. The only way that Desplat was going to nail this score was for him to nail the opening scene, which was so pivotal to the process of the rest of the score. His opening cue is warm, fragile, and a bit melancholic. The film dealing with movement and water, Desplat decided to mimic those actions within his orchestrations. He needed flowing orchestrations, as if you were surrounded by water. It had to be light and freeing, uh, like a fairy tale, which basically the film is. Uh, it's a gimmick, for sure, but it worked. The main melodies in the film are either performed on accordion or by Desplat's very own whistling. And one neat bit of orchestration info, Desplat used 12 flutes in the woodwind section and 12 flutes only. No other woodwinds were present. And if you follow Desplat's career to date, you'll know how much he loves the sound. And hearing 12 of them playing together is delightful. And now, music from The Shape of Water, our number 18 score of the year, with music composed by Alexander Desplat.
music from The Shape of Water, with original score composed by Alex on the Displot, and the original soundtrack recording is available on Decca Records, and that's our number 18 score of 2017. In at number 17, Destiny, The Tale of Kamakura, with original score composed by Naoki Sato. This is a live-action Japanese fantasy adventure film based on the manga series which was actually first published in February of 1984, and there have been many editions since then. The score is composed by Naoki Sato, who is no stranger to listeners of Cinematic Sound Radio. Sato has appeared on various best of shows, including last year with his fantastic music to Morabito, Guardian of the Spirit, as well as in 2012 with Priceless, and in 2010 with Space Battleship Yamato, and if you haven't heard that score, I highly recommend you check it out. The score, like a lot of Sato's music, is a rich, symphonic, joyful score featuring lyrical themes, brassy fanfares, vibrant orchestrations, exciting up-tempo music, waltzes as well. This score basically has everything. It's quite a magical score, and for those that love classic old-school fantasy adventure music, and this one's for you. Here is our number 17 score of 2017, Destiny, The Tale of Kamakura, with original score composed by Naoki Sato.
Music from the Japanese fantasy adventure film Destiny, The Tale of Kamakura, with original score composed by Naoki Sato. And you can uh, pick up this score through an import. And I think if you go through, uh, I think it's Japan CD. Or just check it out online. Um, You can definitely pick up this album as it is available commercially. The home for film, television, and video game music since 1996. This is Cinematic Sound. Welcome back to the show. We now get into video game scores, and our first video game score on the countdown is in at number 16. It's Divide by Chris Tilden. Divide is a character-driven science fiction action-adventure game with a modern take on isometric adventures of the past. You search for clues that reveal new insight into the story, interact with fully realized characters, and combat enemies by hacking out of sight or launching a direct assault. The game was created by Exploding Tuba Studios, founded by designer Jonathan Shaw and composer Chris Tilden. Divide is their very first game. Now, Tilden worked on various aspects of the game, from story to level creation. So with intimate knowledge of the game, composing the score for it was much easier than writing one for someone else. Tilton was able to construct ideas early on in the process and help develop them as the game developed. The score he crafted is excellent. It's a mix of electronics and symphonic music. Think something along the lines of the Bourne scores or Tron Legacy. It's both a gentle, delicate, subdued score that can turn into a powerful monster when it wants to. Tilden is one of the most gifted composers out there. His music for other games, such as Mercenaries, SimCity, Assassin's Creed Unity, are sublime works. While his composing work has died down due to his responsibilities in game creation, it's great to hear new music from Tilden again, and for it to be this impressive. Here is our number 16 score of 2017, Divide, with music composed by Chris Tilden.
In at number 16, Divide, with original score composed by Chris Tilden, and the original soundtrack recording is available through Exploding Tuba Music. We're going to stick with video games in our number 15 spot, and it comes from the game So Let Us Melt, with original score composed by Jessica Curry. In this game, you travel through the world of Canopsia, exploring incredible places from swamps to mountains, oceans, and cities. It's a story-driven game by the creators of Dear Esther and Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. The group is called The Chinese Room, and they've built a reputation as one of the most exciting storytelling game studios of their generation. And this is their very first VR experience game. Now, Dear Esther and Everybody's Gone to the Rapture composer Jessica Curry is back as score composer, and here again, her talents are put to good use. This is a beautifully crafted score. It's very delicate, but the score is highlighted by stunning and haunting choral music, which dominates most of the score. It gives the score an ethereal, spiritual sound. Pastoral strings and pulsating electronics complement the voices, which gives it a more contemporary feel. It's a gorgeous score. And don't forget that Jessica Curry is now on the radio. She has just recently completed her second season of her extremely popular Classic FM video game radio show called High Score. Hopefully it's renewed for a third season, and if it is, I highly recommend it. It's great radio. And also, I highly recommend the two other scores that we mentioned uh, during this program, Dear Esther, and Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. Jessica Curry, an incredible talent, and hopefully she has more amazing scores lined up in the future. Here is our number 15 score of 2017, So Let Us Melt.
music from the video game, so let us melt, with the original score composed by Jessica Curry. And that's our number 15 score of 2017. And the original soundtrack recording is available through Jessica Curry's Bandcamp by going to jessicacurry.bandcamp.com. On the air and streaming on the web since 1996, this is Cinematic Sound. Welcome back to the program. In at number 14, music from Tokyo Ghoul, the original score composed by Don Davis. This is a Japanese dark fantasy action horror film based on the manga series of the same name. The film is set in an alternate reality where ghouls, individuals who can only survive by eating human flesh, live among the normal humans in secret hiding their true nature to evade pursuit from the authorities. The film was released in July of 2017. So, the score. Well, it was composed by Don Davis, and no matter how many times I have said his name, it's great to hear his name attached to a new project. He's been away from the game for so long since composing classics like The Matrix, Warriors of Virtue, House of Frankenstein, among others. And after not getting the speed racer job, Don Davis basically disappeared. Now, he did eventually work on a few documentaries and a couple of smaller low-budget pictures, but he was no longer in demand, larger-budget blockbuster films anymore. But one of the main reasons for his absence was to work on his opera. That actually didn't premiere until 2010. Well, you skip ahead to 2017, and... It took a Japanese-produced film to bring Davis back into the spotlight, and it was well worth the wait. The score was written for large orchestra and a battery of electronic percussion, but it's the orchestral material that really shines. Davis could always get a big sound out of the orchestra, and he does just that with this dynamic work. The score features some outstandingly dark, tremendously gothic cues, with instantly hummable melodies. Now, does this mark the return of Don Davis? Maybe. Maybe not. But let's just celebrate for a moment the fact that we have a new Don Davis score. And we have to hope for the best. Because Davis's voice is sorely missing in mainstream film these days. Here's a number 14 score of 2017, Tokyo Ghoul.
Music from Tokyo Ghoul, with original score composed by Don Davis and performed by the Nashville Scoring Orchestra. And the original soundtrack recording is available on Milan Records. In at number 13, A Cure for Wellness, with original score composed by Benjamin Walfish. This film's a psychological thriller directed by Gore Verbinski. It stars Dane DeHaan, Jason Isaacs, and Mia Goth and tells the story of an ambitious young executive who is sent to retrieve his company's CEO from a mysterious wellness center at a remote location in the Swiss Alps. I like this film a lot. It was a bit long, um, quite disturbing, especially during the final act, but what impressed me the most was the stunning cinematography and Benjamin Walfish's outstanding score which included the hypnotic lullaby called Hannah and Vollmer, and it's the recurrent musical motif in the film. The waltz theme that you hear in the score was actually composed before the film started shooting as it was needed to be played on set for the actors. Then over the course of the next seven months, Verbinski and Walfish would work together very closely to hammer out ideas and get the score sounding as perfect as possible. Walfish had an extraordinary year. He worked on four other films, Bitter Harvest, Annabelle Creation, the extremely popular It, and he composed most of the music for Blade Runner 2049. And of course, there's Mully, which was written in 2015, but it wasn't released theatrically until October of this year. But his best work this year still remains a cure for wellness. There's, a, as I said, a beautiful main melody that is uh, written for a, uh, a young girl's solo vocalist. There's some extremely creepy horror music in this film as well but it plays so well with the film and really helps ramp up the tension as you watch the movie so check out the film if you can Uh, as i said it's a gorgeous one to look at it's a little bit long but i think you will enjoy it and of course the score it's fantastic and it's our number 13 score of 2017 this is a cure for wellness by benjamin walfish
In at number 13, A Cure for Wellness, with original score composed by Benjamin Walfish, and the original soundtrack recording is available on Milan Records. On the air and streaming on the web since 1996, this is Cinematic Sound. Welcome back to the program. In at number 12, music from Rebel in the Rye, with original score composed by Bear McCreary. This film was directed by Danny Strong. It's based on a book called J.D. Salinger, A Life by Kenneth Slowinski, about the life of the young writer J.D. Salinger during World War II. 
The mesmerizing score for the film was composed by Bear McCreary, who was recommended to director Strong by agent Richard Kraft, who, having heard that Strong felt that Elmer Bernstein's music was relevant to his film, immediately recommended McCreary, who was Bernstein's last protege and worked with him for nearly a decade. The score is highlighted by a gorgeous theme called the Inspiration Theme, which is written for dueling pianos and typewriter keys. Most of the score's percussion was actually built from the typewriter. Gimmicky for sure, but it works. And according to McCreary's detailed blog post about the score, his entire childhood was accompanied by the percussive tap dance of his mother's fingers against typewriter keys. Those sounds flooded back into his mind when he first read the script for the film. The score was written over the course of 18 months, and all that time and energy has certainly paid off. This is not only one of the best scores of the year, but it's one of Bear McCreary's best dramatic efforts. Not only is Bernstein an influence, but there's also musical colors in this score that'll bring you back to the delicate touch that James Horner gave to many of his more personal, smaller, and more intimate pieces. This is a fantastic work. Here is Rebel in the Rye by Bear McCreary, our number 12 score of 2017.
Revel in the Rye, with original score composed by Bear McCreary. That's our number 12 score 2017, and the original soundtrack recording is available on Sparks and Shadows Records. Well, we sadly come to the end of yet another edition of Cinematic Sound Radio. Thanks to everyone at W Rock Radio for helping me get this show on the W Rock Radio airwaves. Check them out at wrockradio.com. Feel free to reach out to Cinematic Sound Radio by emailing me at cinematicsound at yahoo.com. Don't forget to visit cinematicsound.net. We're also on iTunes, so check us out there. Please, if you can, rate and review the show. I also want to thank Tim Burton for lending us his voice. For all the bumpers and stingers you hear throughout the program, and composer David Casina for writing Cinematic Sound Radio's intro music. The last score on today's program is our number 11 score of 2017. It's Cello by Randy Kerber. Cello's a beautiful, moving, 20-minute short film about Ansel Evans, an aging grandfather who is diagnosed with the incurable ALS. He's a cellist, but with his body shutting down on him, he can no longer play his instrument the way he used to, and he's also having a hard time telling his young granddaughter that he soon won't be around to play anymore. The score for the film was passionately composed by Randy Kerber, now, Kerber is a composer, orchestrator, keyboard player, and he's had a prolific career in music. Kerber has been nominated for two Oscars, one for Best Score for the motion picture The Color Purple, and for his arrangement of Over the Rainbow for Barbara Streisand. He's an active player and studio keyboardist, and he's worked on over 800 motion pictures, including La La Land, Titanic, A Beautiful Mind, Harry Potter 1, 2, and 3, The Piano and Forrest Gump, which features a Feather Floating in the Wind was played by Randy Kerber. The celeste theme in Harry Potter, composed by John Williams, was also played by Randy Kerber. The score for cello is achingly beautiful. The cello, of course, is at the forefront, and music plays such an important role in the film's narrative. Not only did Kerber need to match the drama and emotions on screen, he also had to adapt Elgar's cello concerto for the film's finale. The nearly half an hour piece was actually pared down to just a few minutes with the help of orchestrator William Ross. It's really powerful stuff. The cello soundtrack was recorded over three days at the legendary Sony Barbra Streisand stage in Culver City, California. The score also features vocalist Laura Fabian as well as Lynn Harrell performing the beautiful cello solos. This is one of the most emotional scores you are going to hear this year, and it plays uh, more like a symphony on CD. I mean, it works wonderfully in the movie, but this makes for one of the best listening experiences you're going to have all year. The original soundtrack recording was available on Verez Saraband Records. This is Cello by Randy Kerber, our number 11 score of the year. Don't forget to tune in next week. We're going to feature part two of our best scores of 2017 as we'll count down scores 10 to 1. And until then, take care and happy listening.
Thank you for listening to Cinematic Sound Radio. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at cinematicsound at yahoo.com. Don't forget to check us out at Cinematic Sound Radio at cinematicsound.net on the web, Sound Radio on Twitter, and Cinematic Sound on Facebook. And if you listen to us on iTunes, why don't you take a moment right now and rate the show and write a brief review. All reviews help us get noticed on iTunes. And don't forget to tell all your friends about the program as well. Share this show on your favorite social media network. We really appreciate all the support. And don't forget to check out our affiliate at WRock Radio at WRockRadio.com.